8.47. Time to get up close now with Zhang Huang, independent legal researcher with Law Quad LLC. Morning, Alex. And it's a tale of two summits in two cities, but uh, not Paris and London. Uh, Helsinki on the one hand and Singapore on the other. Oh, we're talking about President Trump's moves in the last few weeks and... Well, he's constantly in the headlines. It doesn't seem to be hurting his uh, approval ratings, but he has been coming under more fierce criticism than ever, hasn't he, by those who oppose him? Yes, and and I, I guess thinking about how he behaved with, with respect to Russian President Vladimir Putin, you know, we can now sort of think about what he tells us about the summit in Singapore. And I think you know the recent uproar is uh, for the listeners who have not really followed the U.S. political news is that he met with Vladimir Putin in Helsinki a few days ago, uh, two hours of closed uh, closed door one on one personal meeting. Nobody really knows why went on during those two hours, and then gave one hour uh, press conference, and at which he basically said, well, he, he seems to suggest that he trusts Vladimir Putin's denial of the Russian meddling with 2016 U.S. presidential elections over his uh, intelligence uh, community's collective judgment that Russia ha- was meddling and is, is still meddling. And, you know, he has come back and since kind of denied it, kind of tried to walk back. He gave a couple of interviews, but it also led to additional some uh, snafus, which is still generating some uh, uh, a bit of a media uproar in the United States. So, you know, looking at that kind of interaction, we, I, I think really it is a good time for us to think about what his interaction with Kim Jong-un was like. Yeah, well, first on that question, let's presume President Trump did mean what he said initially, that he was siding with President Putin, despite US intelligence officials telling him otherwise. Why, why would he have taken that risk? So, I mean, at least a number of hypotheses. I mean, clearly, it's not a really popular thing to do. You know, he was he was criticized by, you know, some of his own ardent supporters, you know, like Newt Gingrich and various Fox News personalities actually thought that this was a very bad idea. So clearly, it doesn't really have a political upside and it leads to a lot of, you know, speculation. One now, one theory that is gaining more and more traction is that maybe Russia does have some kind of compromising uh, you know, material on President Trump. And funnily enough, one reporter actually directly asked President Putin during the press conference that whether Russia does have any kind of compromising information on President Trump. And, you know, he denied it. But that theory is getting larger and larger. If you believe that there is nothing nefarious going on, perhaps it's just President Trump just being kind of emotional in the sense that any kind of challenge to that kind of cast doubt on his electoral victory in 2016, he reacts viscerally, and perhaps this was an emotional response. And, you know, he has made this kind of denial of Russian meddling, calling it a fake news, calling it a witch hunt, all about nothing, kind of consistently for the past year and a half. So it is kind of a pattern of behavior that has gotten, you know, a lot of backlash from time to time. It's been very vocal, the criticism of President Trump, and it looked like uh, actually this was doing him some damage, uh, so much so that maybe that was the reason he came out and, uh, and backtracked a little bit publicly. But uh, then again, how much damage has this done, even the flip-flopping? 
initially probably you know you probably go away if you remember a couple of weeks ago it was all about family separation the uh, policy that was a bit you know was causing a big uproar basically if you look at the US news cycle this uh, this incident has kind of pushed that you know the news away from the headlines but since it came back to the US it kind of Re, you know, reignited the debate somewhat in the sense that he kind of denied what he said in, in the beginning by saying that, well, when he said in the, the word would, he should have said wouldn't. But, you know, if you look at the context of what he was saying entirely, that denial doesn't really, really make sense. And then just yesterday in a cabinet meeting, a reporter asked, asked him, is Russia still a threat to U.S.? And he said no. And then now his press secretary says, well, that's not the question that he was asking. So this kind of inconsistent yet, you know, still very worrisome comments made by President Trump and people around him trying to basically reverse, you know, backtrack what he says is really not, you know, make making the job easy for the the White House press secretary. What do you think about the theory that's been doing the rounds on on social media that actually President Trump is is masterminding the the power of political marketing here and that he is testing us all (laughs) with these kind of comments, gauging the reaction, softening us up, desensitizing us, moving towards a frightening future? Well, for one thing, I think he is a genius in the sense that he is very attuned to you know certain segment of the U.S. electorate and basically you know projecting kind of a brutish but still powerful personality and that that is attractive to you know he got sixty three million votes so certainly was attractive to a large number of Americans. On the other hand, I I don't think there is any evidence to think that he's some kind of a mastermind kind of you know the you know the James Bond villain from the movies who actually this is all part of his incredible political genius i think he does shoot from the hip i mean you know he, he contradicts himself of, 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 quite, quite a lot from moment to moment you know there's kind of a joke that you know anything that he, he tweets about you can sort of find another tweet that kind of says exactly the opposite yes so you know in the sense that i think you know we probably shouldn't attribute too much intelligence on his part in you know masterminding all this in political machinations the frightening thing is whether he's a mastermind or not the the reality is his actions have led otherwise hopefully rational minds to to actually defend him uh, over things like separating children from their parents oh absolutely yeah um what about then what you were saying before, what this might tell us about the North Korea summit? Yeah, I mean, some people are worried that, you know, the way that he has kind of appeared to appease to a strongman like uh, President Putin, you know, isn't, isn't President Trump kind of taking the same tact with the risk of Kim, Kim Jong-un? I don't think that's uh, that really holds water. For one thing, kind of one thing, uh, one aspect of, you know, Trump-Putin relationship that makes things a little weird is that, you know, never, ever has President Trump ever said kind of, you know, overly critical thing about President Putin. I mean, that kind of makes everyone a little suspicious. On the other hand, you know, if you remember, you know, the back and forth, the the, the war of wars that were going on last year, you know, famously President Trump called Kim Jong-un a rocket man. So it doesn't seem like, you know, President Trump, Trump is maybe very opposed to, you know, making fun of, or, you know, making brutish comments about the North Korean uh, yeah. leader. Well, I mean, that rocket man thing is ridiculous. There was this story recently in the Chosen Ilbo that... Uh, that Mike Pompeo was going to take with yes. him the actual Rocketman CD. And then apparently that didn't happen, but Trump said he has got a gift for, for right. Kim Jong-un. At some point, supposedly, he's going to sign a copy of the CD and give it to Kim Jong-un. But, yeah. but again, like, just 
thinking about it, that gives us a little insight into the, the summit. So apparently Kim Jong-un asked President Trump, you know, what's, what was it about those Rocket Man comments? And he said, oh, do you know the Elton John song? <laughs> as if that's the explanation. <laughs> you know, as if that's possibly got anything to do with... And that's probably the more of the President Trump that we are used to, kind of brutish, not very, you know, uh, diplomatic. And that probably reveals more about his personality than it is someone appeasing, you know, attitude towards President Trump more than anything else. Yeah. Well, it is fascinating, if nothing else, but a lot of people are frightened right now. The thing is, in our social media echo chambers that have been talked about so much, we probably get the impression sometimes that everybody's against this, but um, the approval ratings tell us otherwise. Thank you very much, Zhang Wang, for getting up close with us today. Thank you.